What's up, squad? We're back. We're back on the podcast, Lucy Mar and the Stars. And today we're figuring out who the fuck Pippa Allen is. Yes, <laughs> all purpose Pippa from TikTok and Instagram and life in New York. What's up? Oh my God. I'm just like so thrilled. This is so fun because normally I just spend time talking out loud in a room by myself. So this is exciting that I'm not doing this by myself for once. What a thrill. So nice to have a sounding board, you know. Just... No, genuinely, exactly. Um, and so, who are you? Before I, before I, um, literally dropped the biggest bomb ever on this podcast ever. Tell us who you are. I'll give you a little rundown. Now I'm like, holy shit, what is my elevator pitch? Well, I'm 25. I live in New York. I just moved here in May. Um, before that, I lived in Charleston for six years, Charleston, South Carolina. So I'm like new New Yorker. I'm very much like a spring chicken. Um, sometimes people will ask me for recommendations. I'm like, I don't even know how to take the train. Don't ask me things. Um, but yeah, so I'm 25. I've somehow ended on, on TikTok, which is really funny and slightly embarrassing, but that's fine. Um, and also I have like a normal person job where I work in PR. So that's also my day to day. But God, I just like, I don't even know. I guess I'm just like a new New Yorker. I'm very like in awe of everything going on in my life right now because everything is so new. So I'm just kind of like sitting back, relaxing and enjoying everything that seems to fall into my lap these days. It's been crazy. Oh, I mean, that's just beautiful. That's just, what a beautiful way to introduce. And uh, I will say I feel the same way because everybody here we go we're fucking born on the same day same birthday same fucking year and only like a couple hours off so in my life I've never seen this chart that is so similar to mine so you guys are like listening to a mirror talking essentially I mean this is so exciting because also way less homework for you which is amazing exactly I'm like oh I think I can like uh ad-lib this one <laughs> exactly like realistically you could have just pulled up your own chart and I would have never known who cares yeah it's okay and it's for the astrology nerds out there basically my rising is at such a late degree so that in the placidus uh house system um a lot of my houses are shifted a lot so Pippa's rising is Scorpio so her chart in whole sign looks basically exactly like my chart in placidus so that sounds like gibberish to you, but let's go. I'll start explaining some things. Yeah, now I'm like, oh my God, what exactly does that mean? And like, you wanna, you're gonna wanna know all this shit. Like, it's gonna, you, I know- <laughs> I'm gonna start whipping this out at like Brooklyn warehouse party. So honestly, this is like perfect timing. Yeah, just like pull it out. It's it's truly the best part. Oh, yeah. And you get everyone's darkest secrets, which is my segue of you being a Scorpio rising. So the only difference is that I'm a Libra rising and you're a Scorpio rising. And I am so jealous of Scorpio rising because you just like are so quickly intuitive. You can tell if you don't fuck with someone right away. And then when you don't really fuck with them, like you're not gonna give them as much of the time of day. And you're, you, you're very like bright and exciting, but that also can be intimidating because of, because of that. How does that feel? That is so interesting. Okay, so I was literally having this conversation about like the idea of like being intimidating or whatever because I think I'm a very open person I'm very outgoing like that's never a problem I can you know really speak to a rock and they will be my friend but one of my best friends in the world how we met is we were in class together and then we ended up living together it was like this weird setup 
And she was like, Pip, when I met you, I was so scared of you. I was like, in what world am I scary? Because I just don't see myself as an intimidating person at all. Because I really am like very open to new people. Like that's just not something that like stresses me out. And she was like, oh no, you're like a very intimidating person, which I just would never see myself that way ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And like, that's what the funny thing is like, you are so open and honest and want the truth. Sagittarius moon. We'll get into that too. Very truth oriented. Mm -hmm. And so your Scorpio is also very truth oriented, but you're picking up on all the fucking details. So low key, you just want to psychoanalyze everyone. Like that's really interesting and fun to you. So like, (laughs) I don't know if this resonates. No, this like 100% does because my whole thing is a lot of my friends come to me for advice. I think I give pretty solid advice. And I think it's because I'm very good at taking like a step outward for everything. Like I can put myself in just about anybody's shoes. And so because of that, like I'm pretty much always playing my own devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. Therefore, like I can always be the problem or I can always be the victim. Like it's just, I can, I can see it from every single angle. I'm never like the absolute truth in a situation. So I like my friends to see things like that as well. Mm Because like if a friend will come to me and be like, this guy is being a dick or like he hasn't texted me in three days. I'm like, well, what if, you know, this happened or like what if you did this like I I just there's no absolute truth in my mind I very much like come at everything with a very like a what if mentality you know what I mean oh I know exactly (laughs) um another thing though is Scorpio rising that I think could be like you don't even realize is that yes people come to you with their problems and they are telling you a lot of shit and like also Scorpio risings get trauma dumped on a lot like that is a classic thing Um, because of just the watery energy you give off and you're kind of have this intense and you understand pain in life and you understand darkness and people can sense that so they're willing to tell you things but but answer me this how much are you actually telling them your real shit you know very little (laughs) very little (laughs) like once in a goddamn blue moon never 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 Because also for me, like I am very much an optimist. And so I can pretty much like work through most things on my own. Like I really do, like I can just go on a long walk and maybe talk it out on the phone, like whatever. But realistically, I just, I really handle things on my own for the most part, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Scorpio does kind of have that like, that like energy too of like, well, wanting control, wanting to, this is the combination of your Virgo and the Scorpio that was like, it's the illusion of control. You know, you yeah. think you have control, but like, like, but at the same time, it's like, nah, I think that's fair. I don't know. This is like literally like mind warping me because like, you're the insight you're giving me is so specific to myself too that like I've never mm-hmm. been able to it's very weird okay oh because I'm sure for you you're like oh god self-reflection <laughs> yeah no and like there's something in astrology called a progress chart which basically is like is if you move throughout life your chart like changes that's like mm-hmm. the theory and so my chart right now is a Scorpio rising exactly conjunct Scorpio moon. So I'm literally being an astrologer. People are telling them me their biggest shit. And like, no one knows shit about me. I'm like hiding in plain sight. I'm like, what's up bitches? Like, since <laughs> you don't know enough astrology, actually you can't know everything about me. 
Oh my God. Well, I mean, that makes so much sense because your entire day is figuring out what's going on in other people's heads. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Um, okay. So yes, the Scorpio rising. So then, then I want to get into, uh, your chart ruler. Your chart ruler is like, who's in control of your chart, who's Mm -hmm. driving the car. So you, uh, Scorpio's traditional ruler is Mars. So we look at your Mars and you have a cancer Mars that is conjunct, uh, cancer Venus. So when two planets are that close together, their energies are blended together. So for you, Mm -hmm. you love and what motivates you and sex are one in the same. So tell me this, Mm -hmm. like, can you do casual sex? Cause I personally have realized I cannot. Oh, I definitely can. I oh, yeah. Well, also, I'm real. not like a romantic or emotional person at all. Like I'm not an emotional human being. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just like, that doesn't really phase me. Wait, this is so interesting. Yeah. Wait, but yeah. also I do like, this is so true. Cause I think that one shift in the houses flipped it. And like with you mm-hmm. having that in the ninth house, it's like, you actually care more about just having a lot of interesting experiences than necessarily like 100% to them. Well, that's the thing. Like, I love a good story. Like I will do just about anything for a story. That's like fun for me, but yeah, like I'm not an emotional person. Like I'm really mostly just seeking out like a good time when just about any situation, you know what I mean? Do you want me to just uh, like fuck up your life real quick? Like, go for it. Sagittarius moons. It's like, we're not emotional people because we are literally force ourselves to be so optimistic and we want to be having fun all the time that we just like, just try not to do a negative message as much as possible. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds pretty spot on. Um, I figure it's like, I can make just about anything a good time. Like it's yeah. it's a fact. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And it's like, that's why also though Sagittarius, it's it's funny because Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, which is the planet of like luck. So that's why Sagittarius, especially in the moon, it's like you can kind of be a little bit more reckless and do a little bit more stupid shit because the planet of luck is literally looking out for you. That's kind of amazing though. It's kind of like a cat always landing on its feet. Like I'm fine with that. I feel like 99% of the time I'm pretty much, maybe it's just because I am an optimist, but I feel like I'm content with how most things pan out in my life. Yeah. Not because it's always the best hand to be dealt, but I think also like I'm pretty content no matter which way the cookie crumbles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's so refreshing. (laughs) Um. Your moon is also in the second house of like money and self-worth. So Mm -hmm. your emotions are very much related to like your bank, like how much money you have, like for real, like it's, I mean, for everyone that's related, but like it's money is more emotional, but because it's in Sagittarius, you also will just like dead ass, just drop some money on whatever experience you want to do. Like you're Mm -hmm. never going to say no to an experience. So in that way, money flow can be like kind of random because sometimes you're just like YOLO bitch. Yeah, no, that's honestly valid. Like I'm not actually someone who does put a ton of emphasis on money. I mean, I work in PR, like hello. 
Um, I studied communications and I feel like also I grew up in an environment where my parents, like my mom was an art home. My dad was a finance bro. So like Mm. very much like all over the place. Mm. Um, And so it was very much like do what makes you happy sort of situation. Like they're like, you know, and also what's interesting because my dad is in finance. He very much sees money as like a fluid thing. So he's always like money comes, money goes like, you know, you always find it. And the whole thing is like, I have noticed that, especially during the pandemic, I was extremely paycheck to paycheck. Like I would pay rent and have like $3 in my bank account for the next two weeks. Like I can really make it work. And yes, that was a very stressful time in my life, but I did make it work. But yeah, I'm not someone who like really, really focuses on money, but you are right. Like I do spend money on experiences, not as much on things. Like I'm not someone who like cherishes things. I'm very much a minimalist. Like I am cl- constantly cleaning out my apartment, my closet, like like things don't matter to me I'm not sentimental because I'm not emotional so like literally I can be holding like my dead grandmother's sweater and be like yeah but it doesn't look good on me like donate like it's just that's where my head's at because I'm just not emotional but yeah so very much in terms of like I'd rather go to a restaurant with friends I would rather you know go to a concert I'd you know just things like that like that seems a lot more interesting to me than spending money on faulty things you know what I mean Totally same. Like, yeah, I literally like, I feel weighed down by having too much stuff, you know, like, because that's the other aspect of Sagittarius. It's like freedom. Like I want to be able to move when I want. I want to be able to like jet off if I want. I want to be able to like have a different lifestyle tomorrow, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's that, but it's also like, um, because it's ruled by luck. It's also like, yeah, you can get really fucking low, but you're ruled by luck. Like it, it annoyingly works out, you know, like stuff just mm-hmm. comes in. So it's like, it's pretty lucky placement to have. Um, I mean, I'm down to have luck with money. That's like, doesn't seem to be a problem to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Then we have your Virgo sun at the zero degree. So, um, it's crazy. Like, I'm sure, like, you probably feel this too. Like, growing with zodiacs, you're like, I'm a Leo Virgo cusp, you know? Like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's funny, like, like, you know? And I was like obsessed. I was really obsessed with like having the Leo still. Like, but then right. I found out that it changes like at a specific time. But zero degree Virgo is like the most pure form of Virgo, basically. That is so interesting. Right. And, and it like, the people born around this in this cusp like cusps aren't real because it changes at an exact time but there's something about the energy around that week that makes the most like well listen to the people born in this week like mm-hmm. Casey Musgraves uh Kristen Wiig Blake oh Lively god. um oh my god I know so many more uh I don't know those are some that crazy and I love all those people that's insane right and it's and it just, all makes sense in my head like those people all seem like slightly aligned right yeah for sure and it's like yes things like I mean shit in astrology is changing so minutely all the time but like mm-hmm. there are themes around the year where it's like usually planets are in around these signs so like it mm-hmm. will carry consistent energy um but okay so your Virgo, um, zero degrees, like, bitch, you are a perfectionist, but you might not even, you might not like view your, the funniest thing about Virgo is like, 
they might not even view themselves as perfectionists because uh, you're looking at the critical all the time that you're just like, uh-huh. I'm not a perfectionist because I'm not, I'm not perfect, even though I'm trying to be. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I was about to be like, I don't see myself as a perfectionist at all, which is hilarious. But also I feel like I'm a very like direct person. Like I'm very as the crow flies, like I'm not someone that gets easily distracted. And so I feel like in that sense, like, yes, I'm a perfectionist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's your sun and your Mercury. So that's how you're thinking and your identity. So, and Mercury likes to be in Virgo the most, like that's where communication and thinking works the best. That's why Virgos Mm. are fucking smart. Um, (laughs) But it's like, also like, that's how you're able to be like blunt is because Virgo is like, I see facts and analysis and I know how to use my words so that I know how to fucking organize shit you know and right that's like and combined with then your Sagittarius moon and your Scorpio rising you're like I'm gonna say the truth because I know it <laughs> right well that's the thing because I feel like as much as I can see just about every side of a situation I feel like I do know that there's always like an absolute truth at the end I like for people to be able to find their own though like I know what's true to me and I know what's true to other people isn't always going to be the same. And so I like kind of, I will like present every side to people and be like, you find your way, you figure it out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I know for myself, like, I don't see everything as a black and white per se. I very much see the gray areas, but I know that there's a correct answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. You have North Node in Libra. So that's where you're moving towards in this life. So you're moving towards being more like a mediator and mm-hmm. like helping people see both sides, like how you're talking. Yeah. Um, but it's also like relationships and like, um, because your North Node is right next to your Chiron, which is your wounds. It's like what you need to heal the most and what you need to embrace the most in this life are like, healing relationships and like Mm -hmm. partnerships um and like but romantically but also like collaborating and stuff like Mm -hmm. that is where you're moving towards that is so interesting like what expand on that like I I know I know it's like uh I know it's like I say this stuff all the time so I forget how like not normal it sounds (laughs) And also I'm like a full on like newborn when it comes to Zodiac. Like I don't know anything. Yeah, no, it's, it's truly just another language, but, um, so it's like of the moon, there's these nodes on the, on the moon, which are like basically at two angles of the moon. Mm -hmm. And one of them like is supposed to represent like what you come into this life, knowing what comes naturally to you. And then that's the South node. The North node is like, then what lessons you're learning in this life and like what uh you're supposed to move towards Mm -hmm. so does that make sense yeah it does so you come into this life as like with an Aries energy Aries in the sixth house energy which is like you want to do shit you know what you think you're an individualist and like uh you like just want freedom to express what you want to say and you're like very hard worker, like wanting to put in action and do hard work. But mm-hmm. what you're moving towards in this life is like uh, healing your relationships and being with other people and hearing both sides and like harmony. 
Um, and it's in the 12th house, which is like more like emotions. So I think you're going to have oh, to move. No. Eventually you might have to move into your emotions. Oh, no, I never have to. That sucks. I've been doing just fine. Cut the podcast. Yeah, I've heard enough. <laughs> well, okay. I'll, I can um, tell you one, one of the reasons why I thought it would be uh, that I wanted to ask, talk, get your chart and read your chart was your TikToks the way that you were talking about your ex of just like, yeah, I would get back to you with you in a second, like from high school or whatever. And I'm like this. And then when I saw that you had the same, like cancer, Venus and Mars, like you, it's like, you never forget people. Like you, it's hard right. to let people in, but then it's like, you never let go. Like it's so right. hard. Like, I mean, well, I've it's never so done- interesting because like I cut every ex off. Like I just I, I, like, not in an aggressive way, but like, I'm very much someone who, I see that there are so many people in this world. You just don't need to be friends with an ex. Like there are so many people to be friends with. Why choose this person that you're like emotionally tied to. So I unfollow, I block if I need to, I'll delete contacts. Like I don't keep in touch with people. I don't pen pal my exes at all. And um, yeah, the sex is a different story for whatever reason. I don't know why. I think also, cause when we broke up, it was very much like a circumstantial breakup. Cause he was like moving to a different country. So it was like, he had to leave. And so I think because of that, like, we also didn't date for very long. Mm. So it's like, we never really had the chance to like divulge into kind of a messy situation, which I feel like, obviously, if you break up with someone in different circumstances, typically bad things happen, right? So we never had that. It was always a good relationship and it only ended because of something outside of everyone's control. Mm. So it was like, I don't know. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like also... Well, one thing that's interesting are they're in the ninth house of travel. So that's funny that they broke, you broke up basically because you moved to another country, but also you could be really, really ninth house, Mars and Venus. Like, honestly, you're mostly attracted to people from not from the U S like, or oh, like really? from a different place. Yeah. Like that will be, you end up really like liking more. Oh my God. Well, that's interesting. Cause I, I was in a long distance relationship for like a year and a half when I was in college too. So there's that as well. Mm. like he was just in a different like part of South Carolina he was not like in the UK yeah oh my god yeah yeah cancer Venus cancer Mars I think maybe for you because I have the Libra rising which is I'm viewing the world through partnership and like wanting to get married and you're viewing the world through Scorpio which is like hot and sex and fun so that's probably the difference (laughs) well that's the thing because I'm a very independent person because I'm not romantic at all like that's never anything that I'm like actively seeking out like I'm not on dating apps I don't like typically like that I'm not actively ever seeking that out I like for things to happen Mm -hmm. but ultimately my goal like every time I go do something is to have fun meet new people have new experiences have more stories to tell like I'm never here to like find a partner like that's that's never been my goal even when I was a child I very much saw myself getting married like older like in my 40s or 50s like I never saw myself getting married like in my 20s or 30s that's just like not where my head's at and I feel like a child bride right now so like if that were to ever happen I'd be like what the fuck like what is going on um so that's just like I don't know I feel like also especially at this point in my life I just moved to a new city six months ago like I'm very actively trying to make friends and I very much value that over finding a partner right now Because also I feel like if I were to find a partner right now, I'd be very much pursuing 
situations for like a one-on-one, like obviously to go on dates, get to know people, like whatever, as opposed to like being in a group setting, maximizing my time spent with new people, the potential to make new friends. Like that's very much where my emphasis is right now. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Like you said, like pursuing the fun of it, not like the partnership lens, like you experience. Yeah. Yeah. And all of your Virgo is in the 11th house of friendships and groups. So like uh-huh. your identity and what you like to talk and think about the most is like friends. Yeah, very much so. And especially at this time in my life, just because like m- most of my friends are new friends right now, just because I moved to a new city. I only had a few friends when I moved to New York. So like 99% of my friends are new to me. Mm-hmm. And that like, like as a Sagittarius mood too, it's like, all I want to do is making friends all the fucking time, you know? Because chaos exactly. and newness is so exciting that it's like, need newness, you know? It, well, no, that's exactly what it is. And that's why I wanted to move. Like, I loved Charleston so much. There was literally no reason for me to leave, but I love change. And so I was like, it's forced change. Like, this is fun. Like, if I move somewhere completely new, like, I didn't have anything else spurring change in my life at the time. Like I was very much like set in my career. Like I had my lovely friend group that's like still so near and dear to my heart. Like there was nothing that was going to be spurring change in the near future. And so I was like, fuck it. Like, let's just uproot and like go to New York. Like what's the worst that happens? I hate it. If so, then I go back. Like who cares? There's no like no harm, no foul, you know? Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, So your mid heaven, which is like your career and your public persona is also in Virgo. So. Mm -hmm. This also adds an element with the Virgo combined with the Scorpio of like, you really want to come off exactly how you want to come off. And because Virgo is like perfectionist, it's like, Mm. you're like very much more aware, like, okay, maybe sorry to expose you like this, but like, (laughs) you're so much more aware than the carefree. And it's because I do the fucking same as like, I come off as like, "Eh, eh, I'm the jester, ha 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 jokes, but it's like, so much more aware of what's going on than and like how you're coming off to people than you let on right and I feel like not typically but I think at this point in my life I am pretty self-aware and I feel like I have to be just because I am meeting so many new people like I have to like keep it together a little bit more than I used to like with my big friend group in Charleston that I knew so well because everyone's so new to me so it's like I have to be a little bit more on my p's and q's than usual mm-hmm. you know and it's like also, I mean, obviously, like, I don't want to sound pretentious or like self-aware, like whatever. But ever since I've had people begin following me on TikTok, I have to be aware of my P's and Q's. Like there was a situation where I was doing a walk of shame and I was at the subway and like some girl like looked at me and like, she, I, like I've had a lot of people come up to me on the street and like introduce themselves. And it's always like so lovely. And I know that look when people are like, oh, like, should I say hi? Like blah, blah, blah. And that girl was giving me that look and I was full on in like a party dress and a sweatshirt. And I was like, like I just so self-aware and I went home and I like spiraled I was like Jesus Christ like (laughs) I've been spotted like it was just one of those things but now I'm a lot more self-aware of like anytime I go to a coffee shop or like in meeting a new group of people it's just like whether or not TikTok even existed I'm also just in the stage of life where I'm making a first impression on basically everyone around me at the same time so it's like I'm trying to make a good first impression you know and like The thing is too, is like, it's, you're having to now like deal with like the side of like, yes, you have your Virgo in the house of like 
fans and and fortune and social media so like TikTok mm. but also like you're realizing that like you don't like to be perceived all the time like Scorpio is yes. like sometimes don't fucking look at me you know so I know well that's why I moved to New York like I wanted to be in a bigger city because I've always said like my favorite thing and my least favorite thing about Charleston is you'll walk into a room and you'll know five people mm-hmm. and I was like okay I'm I love that it's comforting in a sense but like I was getting a little tired of it and it's funny because now I moved to New York and I feel like I run into people I know literally all the time like all the time it's crazy and so it's like yes it's a bigger city but it still feels so small mm-hmm. and yeah. like just the desire to just I mean I think it's the combination of the Sagittarius and Virgo just desire to like be anonymous and then for you like the combination of like anonymous and mysterious like that's also why you like to just go to other cities and stuff too Mm -hmm. to just like try like for me because I'm Libra I just like to like try out a new character (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it's like probably more just like okay like I'm a stranger here (laughs) oh my god no that's the thing because you can just kind of like blend in like I was literally saying this today to a friend because they were saying that like they're glad I'm happy in New York but they're like but it just seems like a really really big city I just like would be very overwhelmed by like the size of it and I was like I think that honestly like the size and the stature of it is very humbling like having so much to wrap your head around and you know for a fact that you will never experience everything mm-hmm. it's it's all like that seems almost comforting you know what I mean because mm-hmm. it's like it's not even worth like trying to like hit every single spot and do every single thing because it's just not a possibility for anybody so like it feels very nice that I can honestly take things at my own speed because it doesn't really matter one way or another totally and it's like yeah there's it it overwhelms the FOMO to the point that it like can cancel out you know and that's helpful because the FOMO for Sag Moon is like damn if it sounds really fun I will be canceling what other plan I had before and we'll be going to that because that oh yeah I have like really bad FOMO so that's spot on (laughs) um okay you also have your Jupiter in the uh third house which is like Mm -hmm. expanding talking (laughs) yeah And, and like communicating but also like you have luck in neighborhoods and groups of people and friends around you you have luck in your surroundings well that's awesome I love to hear that yeah (laughs) I feel I feel very lucky in my surroundings like I feel like I'm surrounded by really good people in my life right now and I feel like you know that's always very good because I've had the opposite before and so it's like very obvious to me now when I feel like blessed by the people around me you know what I mean that Mm -hmm. makes it sound like I'm a religious person I'm not but like but I, like, I know what it feels like to not feel like supported by your people. And now that I've like surrounded myself by such lovely, lovely people in my life, like it's even more obvious to me how lucky I am in that sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. And it's just like an expanded area also because it's in Capricorn for you. It's like, you like keep high standards, you know, like, and that's what makes your friends so good. You're just like, I'm hanging out with fucking cool people that like, and Capricorn is like very smart too. So it's like, you mm-hmm. want a level of like, um, mental stimulation and yeah. Your- well, cause I very much like, I hate the thing where it's like, oh, these are people that I just like party with, or these are people that I just like grab dinner with once a month. Like I really like to actually like my friends and to know yeah. my friends. So that's important to me for sure. <laughs> 
I feel like some people don't really care one way or another, but I do, you know? Oh my God. Like, this is what I'm saying, why I'm jealous of the Scorpio rising, because like, you won't talk to people you don't like. And like, I will, I will bring, yeah. spend an entire fucking party because I just like to talk and like, want exactly. Like- which I also do resonate with that too, for sure. But I'm also like, I only have so much patience so I can, I'm nice to everyone. Like I can, I really, really am, but like, but I'll limit my time with the people that I don't necessarily want to spend all my time with. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll have a nice conversation for 10 minutes and then I'll move on to the next side of the room. Like I can, I can do my part and then make my way over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you also have uh, this Saturn in the sixth uh, house. So this can mean there can be like restrictions in work, or you might just be like a workaholic, or you just might get bored of your jobs, or you just like, don't really know what your work routine is supposed to be. Yeah, I guess like maybe bored in jobs, maybe more accurate. Like I haven't been at a job for more than a year ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's not true. When I was a pastry cook, I was there for over a year, but like just barely. And then I moved. Oh, that's but like cool. as a, Yeah. So I did that during the pandemic, but like before that, so I've been at my current job for like six months and then I got poached from a different company. Um, and I was there for four months and it was like a really toxic work environment. So when my current company approached me, I was like, yeah, get me the fuck out. Like, I don't care. Um, like I'm not someone who I feel like also our generation is this way specifically where it's like, I feel like our parents were very much like you get a job after college and you stay there for three decades. And like, that's, that's what you do. And I feel like our generation is so, so different where we lily pad, you know what I mean? Like, cause you move faster if you jump from thing to thing, which sounds counterintuitive, but it's true, especially in PR where it's like, if you move companies, you typically get a raise a lot quicker than if you stay in one place for a longer amount of time. So I don't know. Like, I don't think that like leaving somewhere makes you a bad employee, if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense. And I really like newness. Like I'm very cool with change. I'm fine with, you know, having to get acclimated somewhere new. Like I, even if I'm like, yeah, I'm totally comfortable and happy and fine. Like if, if an opportunity presents itself where I'm like, "Mm, well, that sounds interesting. Like I will take the interesting opportunity. Yes. Okay. This is literally like, because your house of work is in Aries. It's like, you literally follow the glitter, you know, like, and yeah. it's like, sorry, it's my life, you know, like I'm going to do right. what's best for me. Cause it's my fucking life. Like, right. Um, and exactly. It's like what you're saying, like for the story of it all. Yeah. 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 And then you have, yeah. The Sagittarius in the second house. So like how you're making money and your moon. So like, it's meant to change. Like it's right. you're meant to make money in a lot of different ways at different times, depending on the season of your life. Right. For sure. But like, it's so funny. I've made TikToks before about like Sagittarius placements, like literally never having a job for like longer, like for a long amount of time. Like, it's just, no, like we will not be doing the same shit and not changing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And also it's just like, one of my friends has been at the same company for like three years. I'm like, don't you get bored? She's like, well, no. Cause like, it's different every day. I'm like, yeah, but it's like, don't you get bored? Like, that's, that's my biggest question. It's like, how do you not just like get bored and go on your merry way? Yeah. I mean, like my day to day is just like, 
how do I like find so much excitement and stimulation right now? Like, right. I need it. If I don't have like an extreme amount of like fun that I can create somehow myself, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a loss of a day. Like, right. For sure. (laughs) But okay. This also, I think is really funny. I was like thinking about how to describe your chart to you. And I was like, a Sagittarius moon, what it needs to be emotionally okay is like fun, parties, uh, socializing, and like, like humor. Yeah, that sounds literally as a coping mechanism, like, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, this all sounds very, very accurate. This is like jarring. Ah, I literally did my I was a psych major I did my thesis on uh whether humor can be used as a coping mechanism like what kind of what kinds of humor Uh are like um better for coping or whatever that Um, is so interesting yeah like I had to like I felt so bad I like had to traumatize these people like I used this test that was like it's the most stress you can give somebody that still is under the IRB that's still considered ethical, but it's like Mm -hmm. very stressful. Like they have to give a five minute speech. And like, if they stop in front of these two people, like who aren't making any faces and they didn't think they were going to be brought into this room in the first place. Like, right. And yeah, they had to give a speech. So it's like a stress test, but anyways, I digress. That is so interesting. Yeah. Like I, but it's so funny. Cause like, I wasn't even into astrology. Like, I didn't know anything. And then when I saw my chart, I'm like, duh, literally I'm like, I'm like the only way I deal with my emotions is like making jokes about it. Wait, I wonder if you can um, relate to this. Like, okay. As a cancer Mars, cancer Venus, like if you like are breaking up with well I don't know you say you're not emotional so maybe it's less so for you yeah like cancer cancer Venus cancer Mars like it's non-confrontational non-confrontational but until it gets to a head and then it's like but then that head is like it's like being savage but also extremely in jokes that are like actually really funny but it is savage like oh my god well, I would not like, I don't typically make jokes at other people's expense to their own face, but like, you're right. I'm not confrontational at all. So like that never pans out well for me. I'm trying to be better about it. And it's something I work on literally all the time because you're right. Things bubble up when you're non-confrontational, then like, you're just sitting there being like, um, like, yeah, can you just like, like, which doesn't help anybody, especially me. It's just like, then what's the point? Cause then nobody's getting what they want. Right. Mm-hmm. So But yeah, like, I mean, I'm definitely a humorous person for sure. But in terms of like arguments, I, I will not make a joke at someone's expense, not to Mm. to their face, at least. I feel like the jokes are less like about them, but more just like having an emotional conversation, but like saying jokes that are like, (laughs) like, you know, instead of like being deep in the emotional conversation, it's like let's throw some jokes in there. Cause like, I'm uncomfortable, you know, not like, yes. I mean, I think I probably have gone kind of a little savagely, yeah. but like, it's more just like, you know, like, ah, uncomfortable. So jokes, I guess like, oh yeah. Like I'll do that for sure. Like I love breaking tension. Literally love it. <laughs> uh, um, 
then the other okay other stuff with cancer venus cancer mars is like um well once again you have it in the sagittarius house so it's almost like i almost see you like if you decide to like have a family later on it's like you're kind of like a roaming family or you have like different places like it's more you have a unique home setup yeah I don't know like maybe you just haven't even thought about that but it's just a random thing that I feel like I know well that's I guess only time will tell on that one but I've not considered that I have no idea like where my life will be a month from now let alone however many years from now if I do decide to have children that's an if but like I have no idea. I like world is so crazy. I, I literally like when I was in New York, I was only planning like four hours ahead. And I was just like, this is, I just think how I should live. Like exactly. And like, I used to be such a planner. And I think at this point I've been humbled so many times by my own plans. And I'm like, it's not even worth it anymore. You know? Oh my God. Totally. And like the Virgo, yeah. the Virgo instinct to try to control and to try to plan is like, so strong but it's like the I'll tell you one word that fucking ruined that shit the pandemic nope literally well that's the thing like I think we all got humbled by the pandemic and honestly like maybe we all needed a little bit of humbling not that I want to like make light of the pandemic by any means but like all of our lives were so fucking topsy-turvy that it's like at this point I feel like we've all learned a few lessons about like what we can and can't handle and in terms of like making plans where you just can't anymore. Like we all know that at this point. Yeah. It's like, let's be honest here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Do you have any questions or? Well, this was so interesting. One of my biggest questions was about the cusp, but now you're like, bitch, you're not on the cusp. Don't Ooh. even worry about it. So that is so interesting. Um, I guess one of my biggest questions, cause I feel like you answered so many of them, but I think like my biggest question is how do I like find people that fill in my gaps, right? Like what sorts of people and personality should I be seeking out? Mm, okay. Well, yeah. So 11th house in, in Virgo is like your friendship. So we look there. And so like people who are very mentally stimulating people who are interested in the same things as you, uh, communicative people, um, yeah. I guess it's just like kind of like the same energy of your Capricorn Jupiter of just like having high standards for friends just in that like they're like because you can talk and provide and give your energy to anybody you know mm-hmm. it's like about being more like who's like actually I'm leaving the conversation being like i you stimulated my brain because it's interesting. It's literally because, and it sounds so weird, but it's like these earth signs are like, Mm -hmm. it's almost earth signs are like money and like the very grounded thing. So it is almost transactional in that it's like, you literally need somebody to also be giving you the exact same amount back. Like it is almost like, cause you have a lot of energy and you have a lot to give. So it's like, how you're able to weed out is like being almost transactional about like okay who's giving it all back to me too this is so interesting because I literally had a conversation last week with my best friend about transactional friendships because we were talking about a, a friendship that she has with somebody else and she was like I feel like I'm always inviting her to things she's never inviting me anywhere she's never offering up plans like blah 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 
and we were talking about like the idea of transactional friendships in terms of like emotionally versus like literally where it's like okay well like yeah you invite her to do a lot of shit but like is she there for you in terms of xyz and I was like because she just doesn't have as many friends as you do so she just genuinely doesn't have as many things to offer to you like but does that make the friendship like null and void in your opinion and for me like I think what makes friendships important to me is just like the communication style. Like, I don't care if someone will go get dinner with me. I don't care if someone wants to go to the same concerts. I mean, like, yes, that's great and fine and dandy. But like, I think the best thing is just like, I'm very much like an acts of service person. Like if we're talking love languages, like acts of service and um, fuck, what's the other one that I'm like super into quality time, I suppose. Like, I just really appreciate conversation. Like, I appreciate actually, words like, taking the time and catching up. Yeah, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Um, like, I very much just, I appreciate a conversation. I appreciate a catch-up. Like, I I love to go on a walk and talk once a week, and I'll, like, get on the phone with all of my long-distance friends. We'll hop on the phone. We'll all, like, catch up. And even if it's, like, 20 minutes or an hour, like, whatever it is, because I'll really just go on a walk and, like, you know, just kind of go down my list of friends and, like, call them if they don't live in New York. And it's like such a good catch up. And that's so important to me. And like, I don't have to do it once a week, but like, even like, a you know, every six months, like, I just like, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I think that transaction alone, quote unquote, transaction, like does the work, you know, like, you don't have to invite me to do stuff. I don't care, like, what you can bring to the table per se, because like, not everyone can give you something, you know, not everyone has, like, good ideas even of stuff to do or like cool opportunities or like even the ideas but it's like but I think ultimately like the conversation aspect of it all and just like the interest in somebody else's life is is enough you know Mm, yeah oh that that gives me like a new perspective on like also earth signs are really 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 just about like the simplicity so it's really just like quality time like and just like you know, getting out in nature or like going on a walk, even like that's so it's just like the simple catch ups mm-hmm. that are like the day to day routines and like, uh, yeah. And, and like with the Virgo, it's just so much about speaking and just like keeping in touch with talking. That's interesting. Exactly. And I figure like so much of life is mundane, like 99% of everything that we do is boring. Like 99% of it is working, doing our laundry, going to the grocery store, And I feel like those are the things it's like, if you can, you know, do those things with me or like take something off my load, like, again, it's like the acts of service of it all. And so I feel like I see the, the like people being able to fit into your life, no matter how interesting your life is at that point of it, Mm. like that is what's important. Cause like, Mm. you know, everything can go away in a heartbeat. Like, you know, I'm boring 99% of the time. Mm. So like, if you still can't, see value in being my friend when I'm boring then like what is this friendship built on and so that's why I find so much value in the conversation in the quality time in the in the mundane aspects of a friendship you know totally totally and like it's also about like but the Mm. people that like you like feel comfortable like showing the side that's not because you know Sagittarius moon like you know, you're going to want your, the natural state is just like entertaining people, you know? Right. But oh, it's for like sure. the people who like can see when you're just like, actually, I just got fucking triggered by seeing this person. And I'm like, ah, 
that. And it's like, yeah, when you're not being fun or providing anything, but like you're still worthy and people want to see that side too. Right. And it, again, like uh, this is the same friend that I was having this conversation with about transactional friendships because she was there for me in like a very difficult time of my life when I was just like not fun to be around. I was not like, I was not going out. I was not like hanging out with people. I was not being social. And she was still like my friend through all of it. And she's my best friend in the world. And so we were just talking about that because she was like, well, like I was just patient with you. And like, I think also there's so much value in patience. Like, I feel like that's a transaction as well as like having the space to be patient with somebody else. Like it takes a lot of work to be patient, you know? So true. And, and the earth signs are all about patience and putting in the work and the long-term effort and like knowing that you're like in it for the long haul. I think that's also another yeah. is like people that you see really fitting into your life for like a long time. Like that's who you should invest more time in. Right. Right. Instead of just like the fleeting mm-hmm. friendships, just like the surface level sorts of things. Yeah. Like, and the thing is like, with your chart, like it's more of like, you can find that in your like career and your day-to-day, like, you know, like you can find Mm -hmm. excitement and making the TikToks and whatever, but like, uh, like your chart indicates that like all of the fire in these career signs, like that's probably where you're going to get the excitement, the action and the changes. And then the ones who are like really for the long haul are the ones that actually are like able to like comfort and like make you feel more stable yeah right yeah because the stability is so rewarding you know like it's hard to find stability because everyone's life is always like in such an upheave so if you're able to find people that center you like that is so important you know Mm -hmm. okay do you have any other questions that was my biggest one I feel like you answered so many questions I didn't even know I had because like as you know I knew literally nothing about any of this and now I feel like now I'll just be like diving more into my co-star and actually understand but I'm like oh Jupiter (laughs) it makes it makes a little bit more sense to me now like I can actually wrap my head around at least my own chart which is like Mm -hmm. always a good time and the the other thing too about you is like you can probably pick it up really quick you know you're Virgo you like if you choose to, you just because your learning house is also the most expanded so you're kind of just yeah Also, just like Virgo culture is like really sounding like, you know, a lot what you're talking about, about anything, you know, because it's it's like getting all this peripheral information all the time. And it's like you can because we're very good communicators, so easy to bullshit and make sound like we know what we're talking about. Oh, completely. Also, just like confidence is key. If you say anything with your chest, like anyone will go along with it. That's what I've discovered. Completely. Okay, mm. I'm gonna pull a um, card. This it's is so exciting. Oracle deck, um, the liminal space. It's really cool. It just has the random messages. So let's just see what the vibes are. Um, oh my God, I'm us. so excited. One of my best friends pulls tarot and I'm like always intrigued. Oh my God. Oh, yes, I can do you. I'll, we can do one after this. Um, okay. Amazing vibes are okay oh my gosh wow look the best stories produce better stories was that Uh, what we talking about literally I love it um okay we also have memory lane 
Ooh. Uh, maybe this, this is probably related to some cancer shit, at least for me, of just like nostalgia. Also, um, you know, you've heard of like Mercury retrograde, you know? Oh yeah, of course. So that happens three times a year, but Venus retrograde is the most rare and it's happening mid-December to the end of January. So think Mercury retrograde, but actually with the planet of love. So yeah, just- What does that mean? What, what does that mean? Prepare me. It's like during Mercury retrograde, it's like, don't text your ex because what? Because it's causing our thoughts to think in the past. But yeah. for this, it's like causing our love to think about love in the past. Like it's more specific interesting well literally one of my exes texted me yesterday so if that not not the one not not that one different one mm, a different one well yeah he's already starting to feel the energy I guess stressful so, I think that's what this card is telling us is just be ready because memory lane's about to come pounce on you I gotta prepare myself I need to prepare <laughs> okay I need backup we also have a magician is only as good as their tools Honestly, I have been feeling this because of the Scorpio new moon. Like it's time to level up, you know, like invest in yourself. Like, yeah, like I'm cool with that. How good it feels to like look good. I was just thinking like, I want to just go get a whole new brand new of like socks. I'm like, you know, just literally best feeling in the world. Best feeling. (laughs) I love it. So yeah, that's our, that's our messages. So I think that's- I love all of those. I feel like those are all very exciting. Yeah. I need to prepare though, it seems for Jupiter and retrograde, but other than that. Yes, I know. It's it's all good. I think it'll all be interesting. That's for sure. It'll be stories, you know? Exactly. It's a good story. That's all we want at the end of the day is a good story. Yes. And okay. One last thing I'll leave you with, because I just remembered this is like, um you're really just meant to like tell stories on TikTok like in a funny <laughs> unique way like that is so what your chart brings together and like take well, I love to hear that it sounds like I'm, maybe I'm doing the right thing yeah so congrats well plug yourself um oh my god yes okay well I'm at all purpose pippa p-i-p-p-a um on TikTok Instagram I don't even know what else to plug, but yeah, those, those are my things. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason to anything I post. You just come along for the ride. It may be me crying about my ex-boyfriend. It may be me giving uh, podcast recommendations for like 10 minutes at a time. So you just never know what you're going to get, but hopefully you have some fun along the way. It's, it's a surprise to um, <laughs> you and ourselves. <laughs> Literally, exactly. You know, just, you never know what you're going to get. So might as well tune in. Yes, but I was gonna ask one question at the beginning. I forgot. What is where does Pippa come from? Is Pippa your? Oh my God, Pippa's short for Philippa. Philippa is my full name. Oh, Philippa, cool. Mm-hmm. I know. I've never been Philippa. I've been Pippa since the day I was born. I feel very emotionally tied to Pippa. I love being a Pippa. Mm-hmm. I feel very much like that name fits me well. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Yeah. This is just so fucking crazy because like. My real name is Alexandra, but like I've been called Lucy my whole life. So it's just. Oh my God. I didn't even know Lucy was a nickname for Alexandra. It's not. It's not. I love because you seem like such a Lucy. Right. And so like, yeah, there must have been something about that day, like that energy in the air where it's like they gave 
us names, but then called us something else. Like, yeah, we know. were just, we, we didn't embody our given names. Plus like, I love nicknames because yeah. it feels like, like something that you have to earn. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and like Pippa's I've been so since day one. Pippa's yeah. Like, like, I just feel like it suits me well. Lucy suits you very well. Yeah. It's like, and my parents were like, oh, it's like kind of like a little kid name, but I'm like, I'm a little kid always. Whatever. Exactly. Like I'll always be Lucy. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, like you think it's gonna be easy just to switch that up halfway through life? Well, that's the thing. Like, in what world would I ever begin introducing myself as Philippa? I've like that doesn't even seem like my name at some point. Like, because I I feel like such a Pippa, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was like in New York, and this person was going around the shop being like Alex, Alex for like ten minutes, and I was like, oh fuck, that's me, because they're like, oh my god, yeah, that would have never registered so ever. Um, but. Thank you so much. And my twin, I can't wait to like, I let me know if you it. go through something. Cause like, it's probably coming for me soon. Like, oh my God, girl, I will keep you posted because at this point now I'm just like waiting with bated breath. Like who knows? <laughs> okay. Thank you everybody for listening. Bye.